Hello, friends. Welcome to another discussion with me, Devin, of Inner Spark, your resource for aligning with nature's wisdom. And today, I'm going to get into this notion of doing things just because they're normal and really thinking about that, thinking about what that means and how just because something might be normal or acceptable doesn't necessarily mean that it is health supportive or or right for you. And then I will get into the principle of cause and effect, which is one of my most favorite concepts that has been very healing and life-changing for me in so many ways. So that's where we're headed today. There are many aspects of our culture today that we have normalized. And like I said, just because something is normal does not mean that it is health supportive or that it is right for you. Just in the last uh, like 50 years alone, we have sped up tremendously and it really doesn't seem like anything is going to, to slow down anytime soon. In fact, it seems like everything is just getting faster. And while advances in technology have have made our lives easier, right? They've they've improved our quality of life of, of life in many ways, we can't ignore the fact that simultaneously we have seen a real decline in our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health, and also the health of the planet. So it's kind of like Oh, right? Like just because things may seem like they're improving our quality of life, let's look at the other side of that also. We have sicknesses today that that didn't exist, you know, 50, 100 years ago. The the rates of of mental and emotional illness um and just like I said the the health of of the planet just to name a few. So simply because we can do something doesn't mean that we should. And it doesn't mean that we could without experiencing some some ill effects. And so many of us these days have really grown accustomed to instant gratification and we fail to think about the long-term implications of our actions. So something may feel really good in the moment, sure. But what are the consequences of that action in an hour, a day, a week, five years? And especially for those things that we repeat often, like on a daily basis, right? Those things are compounding. And what are we, what are we creating for our our future self by engaging in some of these normal or acceptable behaviors that we are engaging in on on a regular basis? Taking responsibility for ourselves and our lives and how we wish to feel, because we can create that physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, is both empowering and liberating as hell. Empowering and liberating. And yes, it can feel very scary to choose to live in a way that is counter to what is deemed as normal. But the truth is, listen up, the truth is it's even scarier and more harmful to abandon ourselves and our truest needs in favor of what we think will keep us safe or what we think will keep us uh, accepted by those around us. So just kind of think about that for a second. That's actually way scarier and more dangerous, abandoning ourselves and our truest needs, especially when we 
feel that inkling of like, oh, you know what? This actually doesn't feel good. Yeah. Many of of these ways of living that create dis-ease are so worn into the fabric of our lives and of our families. This is like, you know, a couple of generations now of, of these like really um, deeply worn in patterns. And so many of us don't realize that we may not be feeling that fantastic physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And we don't really realize that there are other possible ways of of doing things, even though we ourselves aren't experiencing life as optimally as we might desire. We might just think like, oh, well, this this is just what it's like. This is just what life is like. This is how it is. And I know I've definitely, definitely felt that way um, in my earlier days, for sure. Just like, okay, I, I suppose that this is just life. This is as good as it gets. I'm always going to be um, bloated. I'm always going to be constipated. I'm always going to feel unstable in my body. I'm always going to feel anxiety. Like this is, this is just it. This is, this is how we do. This is how we live. This is how we roll. And this is especially true for highly sensitive souls. I've seen this in myself and in the, the beautiful people that I work with is because of, of our deep connection to our inner world and our bodies and sensations and our intuitions, we're keenly aware of when something doesn't feel good. And so we're like kind of living this, this, this conflict where it's like, I, I don't feel well, like something's not working, but I also don't really know what something, what another option for myself could be. And I don't want to rock the boat. I I don't want to um, do something that could make me be different, already more different than I already feel like I am. So there's there's a sense of hesitation and shame and anxiety, and not just in highly sensitive people. I just wanted to point that out. But really, for anybody that that is noticing, like I kind of feel drawn to to practicing something different, to living in a different way than what is acceptable and normal and that feels a little scary that feels off feels different so 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 how do we go about recognizing what is truly best for us especially when it may not be what is normal or acceptable behavior and I, before I go any further, I'm just, this is coming up for me. It's, it's so funny. And I'll, I'll get into some examples and a little bit of, of what, what these, these things that we've normalized are that aren't necessarily uh, natural or, or health supportive. But I, I'm just thinking back to when I, I quit drinking eight years ago and how just the, the responses from people, you know, cause it's not like I, like went to rehab or was like court ordered to stop or any of these things. Like it was, it was an inside choice and it was just, I I, I was, I was doing it. And they thought that I was just crazy. Like it was wild notion to them. Right. So it's like something as, as truly dangerous and toxic as alcohol. And then when somebody chooses to just simply not engage with it anymore, it's like, that is weird you're an alien, you know, they looked at me like I had grown like a 
third arm out of my head. So anyways, how do we go about recognizing what's best for us and then implementing it, right? That's like the, my main intention of speaking with you today. We get to practice honesty and responsibility with ourselves by doing some really fun and exciting experiments with ourselves using the principle of cause and effect. And this, like I said, has been so life-changing for me. So life-changing because it's, it's freeing. It takes out the morality and the judgment of our choices. There's no more like, oh, I need to be good today or, oh, I was bad. I ate that. It's, it's gets rid of all that nonsense because all that's left is just if this then this if I do this then I get this do I like what came out of the other side of that choice if yes then proceed do more of that if no well let's let's put in a different cause and see what that spits out it is just so freeing Many of us get so caught up in the, in the whole morality and judgment. We want to do it just right. We want to be accepted. We, we, we tie in like our sense of worth and, and righteousness and all of these like deeper things with like what we ate that day or just these things that really don't, they don't connect. They don't, they don't belong together. So when we can untether all of that and really just get to the heart of like, if this, then this, it's empowering and it's liberating. And it creates the path forward for true freedom and ease and like feeling freaking amazing because you get to do that. You get to do that. And if, if that means sticking with some of these like normal ways and that's working for you, fan-freaking-tastic. If that means needing to choose a different route in some ways, amazing. You get to do that. You get to do any of it. So with, with cause and effect, like I said, it's just if this, then this, period. End of story. None of the other nonsense wrapped up in it. So rather than looking outside of ourselves for direction, we simply observe within and see the consequences of our choices and actions and then decide if we want more of that. As an example, it's quite normal these days to like stay up late into the evening hours and skimp on sleep and then wake ourselves artificially with caffeine in the mornings. That's just kind of like, that's just a normal way of living for many, many people, for more people than not. But let's ask ourselves, like, how does that actually feel for you? How does that actually feel for you? truly like in your heart of hearts in your cells how does that feel for you because we need to be careful sometimes when we're in such a state of disconnection or imbalance we'll be like well it feels freaking great but does it really feel freaking great so how does it really feel for you are you able to think clearly and perform your daily tasks and duties with energy and ease or is there reluctance and fatigue? Are your moods stable? Or are they maybe all over the place? Is your mind clear? Or is it foggy? That infamous brain fog that, that people experience so much of? Are you interacting with others in a way that is, is kind and patient and respectful? Or are you 
sharp and impatient and maybe just like absent, not not really present. And if you don't like the answers to any of those questions, you have the ability to change them. Like that's awesome, right? You have the ability to change that. So you get to get really clear about how do I want to feel and be? And is this input creating that output? Think of like a little machine, yeah? So you put in a cause and then you receive an effect. So it's like, throw it in and then what what pops out? And if you don't like the effect, then perhaps you can put in a new cause. And perhaps in the example I gave, going to bed earlier and getting the optimal amount of sleep for you, for your unique body, will leave you feeling how you wish to feel. Because truly, I want you to really listen to me. If you're still here watching, you're still here with me. You deserve to feel well. And to feel just how you wish to feel. You can create that. And you deserve it. And you get to. And have you ever truly thought about that? Have you ever taken the time to to identify like what that is? How do you wish to feel on a daily basis, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually? What are your top values? What is really important to you? What are your priorities? And how are you showing up for them in a way that is truly your, your you know, I'm trying not to use the, these cliches, your best self, your truest self, but like truly you, your most well-nourished you. How would you show up? How do you really wish to feel? Are you normalizing some of the unnatural ways that our culture lives and then the effects that come with them? Like I said, I, I've been there, right? This is, this is life. I'm just always going to have anxiety. I'm going to be bloated and ugh, we don't, that's not true. Not true. So real quick, other examples of things that are normal, that are actually against nature's wisdom, are overeating at a meal, eating too frequently, eating artificially and laboratory-made stuff, comes in packages, being connected to devices most of the day, I say to you as you're taking this in through a device, um, not recognizing and yielding to our own internal rhythms and, and our own inner seasons, and also not aligning with, with the external ones and many others. And again, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying we go run off to a cave unless that's what you feel called to do, then, then fantastic. However, my, my intention here is totally not to judge or shame or blame us. This is an ongoing practice. My intention is to invite us to shift our awareness, to, to broaden our awareness and to truly source from within to source those answers from within based on what is best for us not based on what is acceptable not based on external cues not based on us being afraid to do something differently because we're, we're afraid of not being accepted but really aligning with what's best for us and choosing from that place the cause and the effect putting in a new choice to get a new result just remember that little little machine i like that imagery this is an invitation for us to pause and check in and to really ask, 
how does this, whatever that is, that choice, that behavior, how does this actually feel for me? And what might I need instead? And how do I actually wish to feel in my one precious life? So a little homework for you, a little, little playtime as you do these experiments going forward. I invite you to take the next like several days, give yourself a good maybe a week, two weeks, and really gather some data on yourself. So you're going to take a journal and every night just jot down how you felt during the day, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And if some of that, that language, those four levels of your being are, are new for you, head over to innerspark.life in the library and there's tons of resources on there. I've done blog posts and, and podcast episodes on that. So just jotting down observations, how you felt on those four levels of your being. And then also jot down what you did that day. So what you ate and when, your sleep quality and how how much sleep you got, any socializing you did in person or virtually, uh, what work or play you did, just getting, getting a kind of a picture of the day. And you'll begin to see connections. You'll begin to just kind of notice some patterns and notice this this effect, or I'm sorry, this this uh, principle of cause and effect at play in your life. And it's really beautiful. Again, it's empowering. It's liberating. It's fun. And so as you see these connections, you get to notice um, what's working and what's not working. And then eventually put in some new causes into that machine and let it spit out a new effect and begin to feel how you wish to feel. So again, this is us letting go of external validation or external cues and beginning to embrace our own internal guidance system because it's here, it's never wrong, it's speaking to you, it's ready to support you. And we get to honor our own uniqueness, our own individual needs and live from that place because truly that is what is going to make you, oh my goodness, just unstoppable and truly a delightful, loving, kind, compassionate person to, to be for your family, for your community, for the world. And that's infectious. That rubs off on other people. So if you need support with any of this, reach out to me. I am here for you. And if you enjoyed today's talk, please be sure to subscribe, share with a friend that you think could also benefit from this. And I truly, truly, truly love hearing from you. So please reach out with any questions, insights, or thoughts, and be sure to sign up for my newsletter so we may stay in touch. Visit innerspark.life slash free dash stuff for loads of resources such as guided meditations, self-assessments, and quizzes. Visit the apothecary, sign yourself up for a single magic session, and of course, of course, my most heartfelt offering and Oh, just my most favorite thing in the world. I invite you to come join us in the Inner Spark membership if you're ready to go deeper. I can't wait to see you next time. Mwah!